Stereo, Ruby, let's go. Hello and welcome to Talk About It, the Candid Conversation Show with Muriel and Ruby, where we discuss topics that are unspoken and taboo in our community. We are so excited to have a candid conversation with Robert Ivey, where we will be discussing his journey with kidney disease. Robert, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You are welcome. We are excited to hear your journey with kidney disease. But before we do that, we always lead the show with asking the guests to tell us a little bit about their childhood because we believe that's what usually shapes who we become as adults. Can you share a little bit with us? In my childhood, it was, it was great. You know, um, my mother, she had kidney disease, so okay. kind of made it, made it hard for us to see her like that. Mm -hmm. but other than that, you know, my father, he was around and I have one sibling, so you know, it, it was great, but seeing her sick all the time, it kind of hurt us a little bit, and we couldn't do nothing about it. But other than that, I had a great childhood. Okay, that's good. So she was sick basically early on when you were young? Right, right, um, before I was born. Oh, wow. Really? Before I was born, too. Uh-huh. So you became yeah, instant caregivers. Right, we, we helped her out. Uh, my sister and I and our grandfather stayed with us, so she was a strong lady, so she took care of us, you know, my sister and myself and my grandfather. Mm -hmm. She was a strong lady, but, you know, like I said, when she got out from Dallas, she still okay. tried to cook for us and make sure we have something to eat. And, right. Of but she, 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 she'll be feeling bad, but she still uh, makes sure that we fed. Yeah, she wanted to take care of her of family. Of course, of course. Right, right, right. And she did that. Yeah. <laughs> you said you had a sibling. Is that a brother or a sister? Uh, my sister. A sister. Okay. I have a sister. She, she also a kidney transplant recipient. Really? So it's so, just in the family. Right. Yes. Hereditary. Right. Um, the doctor said that my, my blood pressure, but it's hereditary to me. Yeah. Yes, we have the same issue in our household. Mm -hmm. My goodness. Let me, I want right. to, you know what I want to do is I want to let the viewers know, in case they don't know, what is kidney disease? The kidney filters waste and excess fluid from the blood. As kidneys fail, waste builds up. Often there are no symptoms and it is diagnosed by a blood test. How did you find out that you had yes. kidney disease? Well, I had gout, I had mm. got gout and uh, just going to the doctor to get some uh, some medicine for us, some pain medicine. And, mm -hmm. and I got a call back saying that uh, my kidney wasn't doing too good and I need to go and see my doctor. Mm -hmm. And that's how I found out. I didn't 
I didn't know it. I didn't know that gout was connected to kidney disease. Oh, my. I didn't know either. Yeah, I didn't know that either. So there's no high blood pressure or diabetes that contributed? Did you have that? Yeah, high blood pressure. Okay. Was it I had blood pressure. Was it controlled or maybe was that the problem that it was not controlled? The high blood pressure? Yes. No, no. It wasn't controlled. I didn't even know I had high blood pressure. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Is, is so, it, it's in your family gene, so though? Like I said, your right, right, mm -hmm. right, right. High yeah. blood pressure, yeah. diabetes, mm -hmm. family genes. Hmm. And so what did the doctor have you do as far as dealing with your kidney disease? Did you have to change your eating habits? Right. My primary doctor, she would, uh, would have me to do urine samples for like 24 hours mm. and, and tell me how to eat and work out. And sooner or later, you know, we talked about it and she, would, she sent me to a kidney doctor. Okay. And so I went to the kidney doctor and we was talking about it. They was talking about the same thing, you know, just come back in every couple of weeks or a month to keep a check on my kidneys. Okay. You know, through, uh, say urine sample and blood sample. Wow. Well, how old were you at this, at this time when all of this started happening, when you realized that something's wrong or the doctors are telling you, we need to check and see what is happening with you? I was in my twenties. Oh my goodness. Okay. You were young. Very young. I was young. in my twenties yeah. and, you know, I didn't understand it. And, you know, I was really angry about it because, yeah. you know, I was so young and of course. didn't want to take, didn't want to take medication, right. you know, so that, that bothered me for a while. Yeah. You know? What exactly were you feeling though? Were you feeling any pain? Did you have to go to the bathroom a lot? No, I didn't feel anything. Nothing. I didn't feel anything. I really, um, I just thought it's something that you know, I, uh, it'll go away quick. Mm -hmm. You know, even though my mother was on dialysis, I just thought it was something that would go away quick, you know. And I was just living my life, you know. And uh, when they started talking about dialysis, and then when it started hitting home, then. Yeah, you're like, this is real. This is real. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. And, and that's, when, that's when I started. Uh, stop going to the doctor because I didn't, I didn't want to go through what my mother had gone through. Oh, so, yeah. You got into denial at I that point. Bail against the doctor. Yeah. The doctor and thought it. So you were doing right, more. In denial, in denial. Yes. I was in denial. Which yeah. caused more harm than good. Correct. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Like I said, I, I was young and didn't want to take medications. Right. You know, and I thought that I knew what was best for me, but I didn't. No, you gotta listen to these doctors. And so yeah. what ended up happening? Right. Well, over the years, over the years is uh, kidney function. I was losing, losing my kidney functions. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the doctor, they was, you know, trying to get me, get a fistula in my arm, mm -hmm. you know, maybe start dialysis. Okay. I was blessed to receive a kidney before going on dialysis. 
Oh my really? gosh, thank God. How in the world did that happen? Because yeah. most of the time, you hear that people get put on a list. Waiting list. Mm -hmm. I have a friend of mine that was on a list and had to wait mm -hmm. a few years to get one. Right, right. How did that right, happen? Right. Um, I talked to the doctor, he said the same thing. He said he had never seen that before. Oh my goodness. And so, so go ahead. <laughs> so what, what, I mean, how did you get this kidney? Did someone say, okay, they're giving you a kidney? Did they have a match? Did somebody pass away and you got the kidney? How did this happen? Somebody passed away. Hmm. It was a 13 year old oh, wow. little boy. Accidentally got shot. Oh and, my gosh. Um, he passed away and that, that bothered me that, of you course. know, I got his kidney. I was I was happy. Yes. But you know, in my mind, I was saying that. Yeah. You know, God saved me. I was thinking about the yeah. love. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. Was there any moment that you were fearful that your body might reject the kidney? Well, at first, I'm gonna be honest with you, and I tell and I tell everybody that really I had a plan for my own life okay. instead of the plan that God had for me. Right. You know, I really wanted God to, I really wanted him to heal my kidney that I was born with. Mm -hmm. You know, so right. I didn't want to transplant. Right. If that makes sense. Right. You thought you were going to be healed. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, in 2013, in May, I got a call. Mm-hmm saying that you know they found me a kidney okay but we drove two and a half hours mm -hmm. my wife and i and uh found out it wasn't a match oh okay that's disappointing so right well in my mind yeah <laughs> in, my, in my mind i that's thought good. that it was god yeah. saying that He's going to heal you exactly right so that already tells us that you're a christian Right. You're a Christian right. and you believe that just God and prayer and the church was going to heal you and you wouldn't need anybody's right. kidney. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Okay. So a few months later, mm -hmm. in August of 2013, mm -hmm. I received um, a kidney. Okay. And, you know, I was upset at first, but I was, I was calm. Yeah. Okay. Was, Good. Yes. I was calm. I waited. I waited. They took me down to the surgery surgery room and mm -hmm. when i got out when the doctor came up and said that in the recovery room they mm -hmm. was talking to me okay and i was under anesthesia mm -hmm. and they they said i went to raise my hand up in the air like praising god yeah yes. that's right okay. always but i can tell you that yes and like when i made it back to my room i can tell you that you know i got on the phone you know, my, my wife would tell me to get off the phone mm -hmm. because, you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I was in pain. Yeah. I wasn't in no pain. I was sore. Okay. I was sore. I wasn't uh -huh. in no pain. I was sore. Yes. And I got on the phone and went to talk. And I knew there wasn't nobody but God. Yes, yeah. definitely. How long did you have to stay in the hospital? Yes. About four days. Wow. Did you have any complications? I had it that Thursday. Uh, mm -hmm. No, uh, uh, other, other than the side effects, other than the side effects, no. What type of side effects? 
when I made it home, mm-hmm. I noticed that I was fearful, fearful, oh, yeah. fearful. Mm-hmm. I was real. I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I had anxiety. Mm-hmm. Okay. I had depression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The depression, yes. Yes, all at once. So I, like, so I, I could, right? I was always up at night and uh, checking on my baby girl, my daughter, Aww. checking on my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure everything was fine. Yes. Like I say, I, I didn't know anything about the side effect, but I was really, I was really in a, a place that. It's hard to explain. You know? Yeah. Did you actually seek some type of help since you were feeling this way, or you just kept it to yourself? Well, my wife noticed the change, and uh, when we went back to the doctor, and I was telling him about it at the time, and he was telling me that I can give you something, some medication, mm-hmm. and it helped for a while, but okay. I ended up having to do it all over again. Right, okay. You know? I was holding it in for a few years, okay. and I noticed my wife noticed that I was laying in the bed a lot. I wanted I wanted dark in the room. Exactly. Didn't want the uh, shade open. Didn't want no lights on. Mm-hmm. Wanted to stay myself. So I en- I had a breakdown. So I ended up um, getting some help. Good, good. Yeah, you tried to cover it up. You tried to hold on to it. You could only do it for so long. Then you blow up. Right. Right, right, mm-hmm. and that's that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, I was just, you know, watching my back, you know, and I couldn't explain to nobody the way I was feeling, mm-hmm. you know, right. feeling sad all the time, and, right. you know, but like I said, I I didn't want anybody to think that I was Unfaithful. crazy or nothing mm-hmm. like that, oh, okay. so I, I just kept it to myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand, and plus, you probably didn't want anybody to have any type of pity on True. you, True. you know what I'm saying? You tried right. to... Right, right. Because right. yeah. that, that's happened with me. When I uh, found out I had kidney disease, I was telling people about it, and they started feeling sorry for me. Mm-hmm. So I stopped telling people, and a lot of people that I worked with and went to church with, mm-hmm. they didn't find out until after oh, I had wow. the kidney transplant. Really? Wow. Oh, yes. Gosh. You just kept that to yourself. Yes. Because when I tell people, they'll feel sorry for exactly. me. Exactly. You didn't want that pity. Mm-hmm. Tell me about, because you said you have a daughter. You only have the one child? No, I have three daughters Okay. and one son. Okay. okay. So how did this affect, or what, did it affect the children or your wife? How was that? Yes, they all pitched in to help me. Even mm-hmm. my, my baby girl, she was... <laughs> She's 14 now, and yeah. she was about six or seven then. And, okay. You know, she'll help me to check my blood pressure. Uh-huh. And my wife, you know, you know, she chipped in and, mm-hmm. and helped me out. She took really good care of me. All of them did. Okay. That's good. Do you ever fear or do you think to yourself, I hope my children or this does not happen to my children? It's a two-part question, mm-hmm. that this does not happen to my children or and... Are you having them go to the to the doctor to get themselves checked for early well, signs of kidney disease? Well, I'm ho- I'm hoping I'm hoping they don't get get kidney disease. Mm-hmm. And my baby girl, I asked them to the doctor. I took to the doctor one day, asked them to draw some blood mm-hmm. um, to make sure. But when I was small, according to my father mm-hmm. and my sister, 
I really don't remember, but they said that they told me that I, my mother used to take us to the doctor. Okay. My sister and myself to the doctor to get checked out to make sure I was kidney was good. But, you know, I'm just praying that we break this curse. Yeah. There you go. Yes. Yes. You yeah. Because even though she got us checked out, it still happened. It still happened. Right. It still happened to us. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you mentioned that when you were growing up, you took care of your mom, you and your sister. Do you sometimes feel bad that your children had to do the same? Yes, that that's what I didn't want. Yeah. You know, um, that's why I was so afraid. Yeah. When I got kidney disease, because I felt like that I wasn't going to be the type of father that would help my kids. Mm -hmm. They had to help me. Right. My mm -hmm. wife had to take care of me, and I couldn't, mm -hmm. you know, help them. Right. And you know. And that, 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 that really what bothered me. I didn't want, you know, I wanted to pray to God heal my kidney that I was born with because, you know, I was feeling less than a man. Right, okay. Know? If they had to take care of me, then, mm -hmm. you know, I feel less than a man. I you, know? Yeah. you know, I was supposed to take care of them, but mm -hmm. I thank God that they was in my corner. Yeah. They was, they was in my corner to help me out. I had a lot of family and friends also okay. by my side. That's wonderful. That is wonderful. So we're just praying and that my other kids and my sister, um, son, mm -hmm. we're just praying that we break this, you know, we break this curse. Yes, so, yes. How's your sister? Oh, she's doing wonderful. Good. Because she had a transplant as well. Right, right, right. How long did she, it take uh, for her? She, was, she had her, she got her done in 2011. Mm -hmm. But she went to the Dallas unit Okay. For a little while, then she ended up doing doing it at home, peritoneal at home. Okay, okay. Right, she did hers at home for about seven years. Oh, seven years. So it didn't. Right. She didn't get a transplant as quick as you did. Mm-hmm. Well, um, she got her before mine. So over the years, uh -huh. even though I found out I had kidney disease first, uh -huh. uh, she had gone to a doctor about her leg. Okay. And when they checked her kidney, they found out that she need to be on dialysis like right now. Oh, oh wow. my goodness. And how old was she at that time? Yeah, in 2011, um, she 50, so she was, she was in her early 40s. Mm. Yeah. What did you say about all this taking place? How did you feel? I mean, I know you had your bout with, uh, with depression, and I know you didn't want to be sick, you just wanted to be normal. How did you feel? Right. Do you feel? Did you feel like this is a punishment? Like, why am I being punished? Did that feeling ever come? Yes, yes. Yeah. I felt it all the time. You know, I was like throwing a little pity party. Yes. You know, you know, about me, you know, um, mm -hmm. I done seen my mom go through this. Right. You know, and now my sister, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and now me. So, yeah. you know, I'm wondering, as a man, mm -hmm. you know, I see my friends, they running around and living life, life and, mm -hmm. you know, and it, and it just hurt. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. And you never know what a person going through. That's why I try to respect everybody because Correct. I kept a secret. That's right. Yes. And my church member found out 
a couple of days before I had my kidney transplanted that I was sick. Oh boy, wow, I understand. But you know what? You were, you were chosen. Mm-hmm. You were chosen for this to happen, and now your job is to spread the awareness, Absolutely. make people know about this. Right, right. That's what uh, my wife and I are doing throughout our kidney foundation. That's good. You know, we spread awareness. Yeah, our kidney walks every year. Good. We donate money back to Dallas. Here in Oxford. That's awesome. Um, Very we got good. a couple of schools here in Oxford. Okay. Oxford, and we give scholarship uh, scholarship funds to That's kids amazing. Going to college in the medical field. What's the name of your scholarship uh, foundation? Um, Roberta J. Ivy Kidney Awareness Foundation. Which is your mom's name. name in honor of my late mother, mm. Roberta J. Mm, that's so yeah. sweet. Mm. So sweet. Well, you're doing great things, that's for sure. Yes. Thank you for that. You um, look amazing, yeah. but how do you feel today? Oh, I feel great. Good. I feel great. Uh, you know, like I said, when it comes to anxiety and stuff, you, I, can take medicine, I can take medicine, but it's still on me to get myself together. And Absolutely. Try yeah. to control um, what I think. Right. Yeah. Um, what I let enter into my mind. There you, you go. Know, your space. You know, so... It got a lot to do. Yeah, I can, I can take medication, but it got a lot to do with, with me. You. So, well, you understand uh, that, though. And, and working on reading. Yes, yeah. reading, uh, music, walking. The thing is, you understand that. Right, right, reading. Yes, yeah, so right, I... Reading mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, I have to learn that instead of depending just on the pills. You can't just depend on you the know, pills. I have to yeah. get myself together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, and mm-hmm. learn more things that I cannot control. Yeah. The things I can't control. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'm working on. That's it. That's awesome. So has has your how has your life changed mm-hmm. after this transplant? Yeah. How has it changed? It's a, it's 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 a big deal because I've never been a speaker. <laughs> now here we go. Yes, I've never been a speaker. I've never been able to get up in front of people, and uh, but now, you know. Um, God put on my heart and he gave me the voice. Yes. And people ask me to speak sometimes. You know, I can get up. <laughs> I can get up now. A lot of people speak. Still that's, be nervous. That's right. Of course. But I've been a like a, a shy guy, quiet guy all uh-huh. my life. I can get around my friends and talk, but I couldn't get up to school. Uh-huh. I couldn't get up to school and thing. So now, <laughs> you know, I can get up and speak in front of people. Yes. Even though I might be nervous, I still can do it. So It's okay. It's about the message. It's okay. That's right. Right, right, right. So my, my life has changed for the better. Yeah. You know, I didn't understand it at first. Right. You know, I, I thought I was getting punished, but, you no. know, it's God's plans. I got to go with his plans. Yeah, right. and that's why plan. I said you were chosen. You thought of it at first is that this is a punishment, but actually you are here to help mm-hmm. spread right. the word. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So... I have to get myself together because I know he got more for me to do and yes. and traveling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, just just trip, just trying to stay ready. That's know? it. That's it. Is there anything that you prepare. Yes. Is there anything that you do for fun? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm really just trying to get back out now. Like okay. I said, um, the, the uh, anxiety and depression 
really had me down. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I'm just not getting out of it. Good. You know, even even if I go somewhere, you know, like out of town, you know, I was always scared to go somewhere. Okay. You know, and that wasn't me. You know, I just like to have fun when I go somewhere. Right. But now, you know, I'm just trying to get my life back and, and get right. out there and have fun and, mm -hmm. yeah. and don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, I suffer as well with anxiety and depression. And it's just going right. to, you just have to take baby steps with it. Take baby steps and just right. do the things that you like to do until you get to yes, more of a relaxed place. Yes, I have to learn that. I have yeah. to learn that, you know, I had a choice either lay down my pity party or get up and enjoy life. That's there you right. Go. So there you go. I, I chose to enjoy life because I stayed in my pity party for a long time. For a long yes, time. yes. Do you sometimes now think that maybe you're a little afraid because you don't want to go back to that? You want to live a healthy life. Do you think you get scared about that sometimes? That am I going to do something wrong to jeopardize my health? <laughs> Sometimes, because I, I noticed that one of the medicine I take, I've always been a small guy. Mm -hmm. And I've gained a lot okay. of weight. Okay. So now, now I'm, on a, I'm on a diet. I'm walking and good. Very working good. out, trying to get back down and keep my uh, blood pressure down, okay. diabetes under control. And okay. You know, and live life and have fun. Okay. So you're a diabetic as well. I thought it was hypertension, but diabetic as well. Yeah, this was this was after the wow. transplant. Okay. okay. Like I said, I don't have high blood pressure anymore. It was after the transplant. Isn't like that some something? of my meds can be the problem, but I I didn't gain weight, so type two. Okay. Mm. Oh boy, yeah, something. Well, I have a. Uh... Yeah. So you mm -hmm. know. I have a question for you. What is one of the toughest moments that you have had to deal with with this kidney disease? Oh, that, that, that's, you know, like I had to be at work at 3 o'clock in the morning when I was working. Mm -hmm. And that was the toughest time. Of course. I was working for the University of Mississippi. Okay. Mm. I was a custodian and I had two buildings I was working by myself. So oh, wow. when I get up about like one or two o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. to be there at three, mm -hmm. you know, I have to work all the hours in my building by myself. That's Those a lot. Tough time. It is tough. Because to be honest with you, the only time I had peace when I was asleep. Oh. See? And, you had to stop. And when I opened my when I opened my eyes up to go to work, that's when I I start feeling yeah. the, the sad feeling, okay. you know, and like when I go to break, when I go to break, I suffer all morning by myself, taking mm -hmm. the big stuff by myself. Aww. When I go to break, I try to use that time with my friends to have, to get some peace. Yeah. It's the only peace I had, you know, mm -hmm. if I was around somebody. Yeah. You know, if I was by myself, you know, you yeah. know, I was always sad. Yeah. I completely understand. I understand. Are you still currently working or did you stop? I wanted to go back, but it was a lot of lifting involved. Oh, you can't. And my kidneys, my kidney was in the front, so I couldn't do a, a lot of lifting. Yeah. Okay. So now, you know, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to get in speaking and, mm -hmm. 
you know, and traveling and, okay. and things like that. But like I said, my plan was when I got McKinnon, go back to work and just mm -hmm. live my life. Right. But, you know, I do what God tell me to do. So he gave me a vision to start a kidney foundation. Mm -hmm. So I'm just doing what he called me to do. That's right. That's good. Is your sister doing just as well as you are right now? Yes, 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 yes. She has some side effects too, but okay. you know, other than that, she doing she doing great. That's good. What a blessing! It right? is a blessing to be able to tell your story, how where you were, and and how you're here telling and sharing your story. You're a survivor. Right, right, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. I thank God yeah. every day. Mm -hmm. you know, I thank Him every day for that because it could have been another way, but right. he he chose me. That's right. Like I said. I, I was a type that I didn't even want to talk about kidney disease. Right. I want to see it on TV. <laughs> right. Until I got my kidney transplant, that when I learned to talk about it. But, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't want to hear about it. I was in denial the whole time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're like, no, this can't be happening. Right. And the one of the things that, as I would kind of know, like I said, kidney disease is a silent disease. Silent. You might not have any symptoms. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel sick. At the time, so in my mind, I said, "Well, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm fine. You know, I'm right, yeah. right." But I was, I was, I was sick. I was a sick man. Mm. Oh my but god! I was in denial. Yeah, but it happens to a lot of people. We had a friend of ours that recently passed, and he had kidney disease. And he, when he told his story, he was in denial for a bit as well. And it's like you never know. Then I have right. another friend that he recently had a kidney transplant mm -hmm. and he's doing very well he's doing very well as well right yeah. right right yeah so i'm happy for you maybe i, maybe I can meet him one day yes that's, that's right. right maybe that's right. i can meet him one day I'm, I'm i'm trying to connect with right people on dialysis and okay a kidney transplant you know so maybe i can meet him one day yeah. and talk to him and, yeah and i'll know. do that i will give him the information and have him you know to comp to reach out to you Okay, that, that, that'd be great. Yes, and also I for you. Yes, he, I know he would love that. <laughs> right, right. Do you participate in any support groups? Not right now. Okay. Like I said, me and my wife, we're just trying to start up a, a Zoom. Okay. Okay. And, uh, you know, I want to start up a podcast. Okay. But like I say, I'm just, I'm just taking one day at a time. That's I'm it. doing a lot of reading. Okay. Because, you know, I was a person, type of person that, don't like to read, but now I need it in my life. That's so right. I'm, I'm learning and researching about kidney disease and stuff yes. like that. I'm learning right now. That's yeah. right. That's amazing. You know, I'm just taking it one day at a time. That's it. <laughs> Every day is a different day. It's a new day. That's right. Right, mm -hmm. right, yeah. right. Is there anything else you would like to share with the audience? I, I just, I just think that, I just think that we need to get regular checkup. Yes. You know. Very important. That, that, that's very important. Yes, it is. You know, a lot of time that, a lot of time we can prevent stuff from happening or Correct. we can catch it early. Yes. So I think that, and, and, and get the kids tested too. Absolutely. You know, if it run in your family, yeah. get them tested. Mm -hmm. But overall, I just want to let the artists know that um, you know, check up it 
It won't hurt nothing. It you won't. Know? It's a matter between life or death. Yes, yeah. it is. Save your life. Yes. Well, Robert, we want to thank you so much for joining us this evening. Yes. Yeah, I want to thank y'all. I, I so appreciate y'all, and I'm very happy. I'm very happy about this interview. Thank you. Awesome. Maybe one day I can come to y'all's studio. Absolutely. <laughs> we would love it. That's right. It can happen. Maybe I can come meet in person one day. That's, That's right. right. It can happen. We look we forward to it. We appreciate your support as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, um, I follow y'all on your page. Thank you, you so know, much. I follow y'all on your page, and, and y'all just don't know how happy I am right now. <laughs> uh, we're happy as well. That's right. And you saved somebody life, somebody's life today. Yes, you did. Right. Like I said, it's not about me. It's what God got me doing. So I, I, I thank him. That's you know? right. You got to listen. Yeah. Thank y'all. I thank y'all for giving me the platform to speak today. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we look Before forward to seeing that. you in Orlando. Sure appreciate that. All right. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Please join us next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another guest right here from our community. In closing, Robert shared his courageous survival story with us. He was given a second chance at life by receiving a kidney transplant. There are more than 37 million people in the United States that are estimated to have chronic kidney disease. Diabetes and high blood pressure are the two leading causes for kidney disease. It is a silent disease and can go undetected because oftentimes it has no symptoms. Make sure to get regular checkups, Remember, our illness does not define us. Our strength and courage does. We have two kidneys. Be a hero and be an organ donor. Share your spare. We are real sisters sharing real stories within our community. We thank you for tuning in to Let's Talk About It, the Candid Conversation Show. Let's go, let's talk about